everyone. Welcome to the Field and Garden Podcast. I'm Jesse from the Gardener's Workshop. Today's episode is a chat that Lisa recently had with Deborah Prinzing to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of the Slow Flowers Podcast. As part of the festivities, Slow Flowers is re-airing selected episodes from each year of the podcast, and Deborah chose Lisa's episode for the second year, which was 2014. During the conversation, which originally aired on Instagram Live, Lisa and Deborah get a rare chance to reminisce and catch up. So listen in, and I hope you enjoy. I'm Deborah Prinzing, and I'm thrilled to welcome you to join me in our second week of celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Slow Flowers podcast. The Slow Flowers podcast started in 2013. Here it is 2023. And to celebrate every week for 10 weeks, I'm inviting um, one of my special guests from each year of the decade to join me and um, have a little conversation, a little, I don't know, replay, a little throwback. Um, so today our guest will be Lisa Ziegler, Lisa Mason Ziegler of the Gardener's Workshop. She'll be joining us pretty soon. Oh, here she is. Hi, Lisa. Good morning. How are you, Lisa? I th- I'm good. I see you're good, too. We're both outside. It's such a delightful weather this week. I'm at, we arrived in Philadelphia yesterday, and I was like, where is the humidity? This is amazing. It's so beautiful. It's like April in August. Is it? Is, is it like that in Virginia, yes. too? Um, we were in the high 90s all last week, you know, cooking alive. And it was actually 68 degrees here. I think it was um, Monday night. It was like, wait a minute. Did I leave the state? What's going on here? So, yeah, it's really, really super nice. Well, you know, I'm such a wimp being from Seattle. We never have humidity. So I was nervous about coming uh, out there to Philly and New York this week. But, boy, I'm so glad you could meet me and we can talk about gardening and slow flowers and the gardener's workshop. I'm just thrilled. As I started to say before you joined, this is our 10-week celebration of 10 years of the Slow Flowers podcast, and I'm inviting a special guest from each of the years. So you're my special guest from year two, 2014. Um, do you remember that when we did that I podcast do, interview? I do. We were, um, where were we? In Vancouver, I think? No, Pittsburgh for the Garden Pittsburgh, That's Conference. right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that was the year. Yes. I mean, congratulations, first off. I mean, thanks. you know. It's like when you're in the ditches doing it every day, you just don't realize how time is passing by, right? Um, so yeah, that's <laughs> that. I do remember us. We were sitting in the restaurant, I think, of yep. the hotel we were at for the Garden um, Writers Association, which is now Garden Communicators. Right. Um, yeah, Sweet. I was. Yeah, that was great. I do remember. Well, I was um, I was delighted to meet you there. We uh, found out we were at a special party, I think, for St. Lens Press, which, a publisher yeah. that we both had done books with. And um, I knew about you because I had originally uh, bought online, ordered your self-published uh, cutting garden uh, design book. I can't even remember the name of that. The Easy Cut Flower Garden. Oh, yeah. my gosh. What a blast from the past. Well, like a shed with massive amounts of sunflowers and zinnias in front of it. Like, who wouldn't want to replicate that? So I ordered that. So I knew about you by reputation. And then um, we met, and you had a brand-new book coming out, your your book, Cool Flowers, which kind of started it all, Lisa, for you, yeah. um, at least in teaching. And I was, I, I just spontaneously said, can we sit down and do an interview? And this was before video. We just did it audio. Right. Um, we're, we're posting that today. 
and uh, as a replay uh, video. So people can find that at anywhere you listen to podcasts on slowflowerspodcast.com. But I had to get the woman live and chat with her a bit. So how did things change for you after the Cool Flowers book came out? I mean, that is like a, like the reference book for anyone who's trying to get started and be more of a year-round gardener, yeah. a flower gardener. Yeah, it really... It really did. You know, I, I kind of found through the off season back in the beginning of time when I first started farming, you think you don't do anything in the winter. Well, nothing could be further from the truth, right? But so I filled my winters up with speaking and teaching to garden clubs and master gardeners and just really found that teaching was really my gift. And now I had this amazing tool to use. I had been um, talking about cool season hardy annuals um, for years, you know, I mean, like I was flipping people left and right, realizing that they could really grow certain flowers in their area if you just plant them at the right time, you know, um, and that just changed it all for me. And um, so cool flowers sells more today than it did when it first came out, which is incredibly backwards of what books usually do yeah you're, um, you're what they call a strong backlist book yeah that's that's amazing there you go because this your book so next year will be the 10th anniversary of that book it, i didn't even realize that I know. yes yeah you gotta do something fun with that yeah let's, let's let's plan something um but you know what's so interesting is like you unlock this mystery for people um because a lot of it you said you started because you didn't start Cutting, uh, growing a cut flower garden until the fall. So that was just sort of your go-to solution, right. right? Yeah. I just had to find something to plant because I was all pumped after reading Lynn Bozinski's book, The Flower Farmer. Um, and just thought, I've, didn't she say something about that maybe I could plant snapdragons in the fall? And, you know, I, I was a new seed starter and I was a new gardener slash flower farmer, and I thought, let's pick one of what people consider to be one of the hardest crops to start from seed, which I had immediate success just because I was following, you know, Elliot Coleman's steps of soil blocking, which is just such a great, healthy, easy way to start seeds. And, you know, that just kind of opened the door, and I just marched through it, you know? Wow. Wow. Well, I was so impressed when I met you. I felt like you were so generous with your advice to me. I mean, I remember you telling me about your whole online. Well, I don't even know if it was an online store at the time. It was your whole like tools and seed yep. starting supplies yep. that you had a store that you would take to your lectures and how yep. hungry people were for um, access to those things that are hard, were hard for the home gardener to get at the yeah. time. Um, yeah. That's really proven to continue. These today, people still want the, they want what the pros have, right? Yeah. So as I began to lecture more and more, and we, we did had started a small online garden shop, basically. And we, Suzanne and I, my sister, we, we were like two pack mules, right? I mean, <laughs> we would pack my flower delivery van um all winter we would do this we would pack that van slam full of stock of uh, the stuff that was related to what i was teaching about drag it in i mean we had every kind of cart known to mankind we would drag this stuff in and then sell like gangbusters after the program because i just revealed to the people how they can do it and look in the back of the room is everything you need <laughs> And it's I love stuff it. that they can't find down at the, you know, on the garden center shelves. Why? Because they need somebody there to tell you how to use it. I mean, it was like a marriage made in heaven, right? And that's just kind of spiraled out of control. And we've just 
you know, I've spent the last 10 years really trying to build our business to create a platform that supports flower farmers from starting to growing their business and then dealing with the day-to-day -day issues through education, our online courses, and then through the most important thing, support. And we do that mm -hmm. through our private communities that come along with our big school courses. And um, they're pretty priceless. And just like Cool Flowers, you know, we have sold a lot. I mean, we have thousands and thousands of students in our schools. And while we have been very successful in that arena, we are learning now that people are finally getting it. It's like, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, learn from people, experts that have actually done it, practical application, and then they're willing to pop in and out of these communities to answer that burning question that maybe, I mean, and to have the support of other people um, that have put their rubber in the game too, because you yeah. know better than I do, there is so much information out there. And which information? is correct and true which do you listen to where is the exact thing that I need to actually who do I need to listen to you know yeah, and, yeah. well I remember when we were at um, I think it was 2000 must have been 2016 at a, an ASCFG conference and we sat down in the lobby of the hotel and you told me look I'm gonna start this online course uh, for uh, yeah basically for flower farm beginning flower farmers and I, well, you must have launched the following year i mean it yeah it, it was you you had your plan and i don't even know if that back then you could have predicted what the gardener's workshop would have mushroomed into so talk us a little bit about how that process went when was your first first course now you said you've trained over a thousand uh aspiring flower oh, farmers that's thousands that's epic. many many thousands oh, that's, yeah that's and a, um, well it's it's like an exponential effect you right. don't even know how far it's reaching probably it's true and so in funny is funniest story ever in 2016 right before i saw you i had just taken an online course on how to build online courses yes believe it i not. remember that with teresa right Teresa Lowe, yes. Yeah. And, oh my gosh. Um, so Teresa, she did it very, she doesn't even do it anymore, doesn't do that. No. And mm -hmm. so she only offered it at like for small groups of people and only a couple of times a year. So when she offered it, believe it or not, in the middle of the summer, I instantly sent her my money. <laughs> it's like, I have got to have this, right? Because just like our courses, you have lifetime unlimited access. You do not have to consume it all when you right. actually purchase it. You right, have it right. forever. So I took it and then literally I was so overwhelmed I sat on it. So the the winter of 2017, early winter, I started going back in and watching it again and again and again and then we started building it and it launched the first launch of Flower Farm in School. We did a small launch. We have a my first course was Cool Flowers Beyond the Book. Oh, I remember the book, yeah, yeah. yeah, the book was written for the home gardener. As we know, that's the widest audience your publisher wants you to, you know, write to. So I take um, in that course, which is just a picture. It's just me standing there giving you the lowdown. Um, 
it takes that those home gardener steps and applies it to flower farm and that was my first one well it was an overnight success and that fueled me to jump into the big course and then you know as students were like all right we now have this under our belt we want to do we want to grow bulbs we want to grow woodies and i started then adding experts slowly mm -hmm. but surely and our mm -hmm. courses are, are education. They are not entertainment. Um, they are, I mean, we actually had a complaint from a student that said, um, this course is like reading an encyclopedia and watching an encyclopedia. It's like, that's a, that was music to our ears. We <laughs> oh, want to provide. Like, what, do you think? what do you think you signed up for? Uh, you know, party? I mean, it's, it's like we, this is about doing it. You know, people that really want to start and, and sustain a business and doing what they love and that's what the courses are all about yeah. and then of course our product line has grown right along beside that and um i mean i have a team of 17 people now um and we have blowing. yeah we're we, we bought a warehouse three years ago the first year of the pandemic um and we quickly outgrew it and we bought a second warehouse which we just took possession of um two weeks ago it's had a renter in it and we're now preparing to move into a bigger facility to facilitate i mean our seed packing i mean it's it's just all it's just people are hungry and mm. then we have deborah then you add on the wannabe flower farmers who are the home gardeners that just want to grow like the pro right right so we try to, yeah, so we, we try to, to help everybody and, um, you know, that we, our motto is just to be generous. And when people do need something um, beyond that, they come to us for it is what our yeah. goal is. Wow. Congratulations. I am so uh, happy to see how it's taken off. And, um, you know, there was a need and no one was fulfilling it and you stepped into that space and it's just blown up and we've both kind of been amazed in the last decade especially at this explosion of people wanting yeah. to connect with with nature through cut flowers and um you know we both have sort of similar paths but um but different spaces like you know you're i I could never teach someone how to be a flower farmer. I can like inspire them about the reasons for doing that. Right. But you're, you're making it accessible. And I just congratulations and fun, fun to look back at where this conversation started. Um, what's coming up? When are your next courses that you're launching? Just so people can get this on their, and I know they can go to the Gardener's Workshop at any time and sign up to be on the list to find out about your launches. But well, what do you have coming up in the fall? Actually, <laughs> um, the year of 2023 um, has been a transition year for our courses. So we have learned through, after, excuse me, several years of um, launching courses, um, that we are now transitioning my course and Dave Dowling's course have already, and Ellen's course, Ellen Frost mm -hmm. courses have already made it. They're now on demand. Okay. You can go to okay. our website at any time and purchase Flower Farm and School the Basics or Flower Farm and School the Bulbs with Dave and Ellen's course, and you get the entire course immediately. Got it. And then you still have access to the private community where you can ask us questions because here's what we have spent the last year doing. We have invested an employee that is full-time been keyword 
stamping and time stamping our huge courses. So that oh, means wow. that you can go into your course anytime, go to the little magnifying glass and type in what your problem is. And it brings up the list of all the areas you can find that, whether it's in a session wow. or it's in one of the hours and hours of Q and A's where wow. the instructors are answering it. So we have taken it from a school that you have to wait for and then go through to a tool that you have in your pocket to use anytime you want it. So it's like an, um, an you've indexed the classes then. Exactly. So they're wow, cataloged. Yep. I know that it's easier said than done. Obviously, if you've had to dedicate one employee just to index the whole, all those, those three courses, right. maybe there's more. And the, the other first. two will be coming on. So the farmer florist with Jenny Love will actually be done this fall, as well as Stephen Gretel's growing cut flowers in hoops and greenhouses. So all of those will be yeah. that way. Um, so that's the big news for this yep. year. And for 2024, yeah. I have a new book coming out called The Cut Flower Handbook, which we are super excited um, through Cool Spring Press yep. again. I have yep. a plane flying over. Sorry if that's loud. No, um, I'm just laughing because you like jumped ahead on my outline. I was like, oh, I was going to ask her about the book, but she's, she just told us about it. Yeah. The cover's beautiful. We're going to post it in our show notes today um, for uh, episode six. 52 slowflowerspodcast.com uh it looks like a that word handbook in the title sort of gives yeah. it away it's you're yeah. going deep yeah. deeper than you've ever give, given in terms of collecting cool and warm yeah. cut flower um I, everything yeah. you need to know right the interesting backstory i pitched it as the cool flowers handbook you know what i mean more because there's more flowers and sure um and they came back and said why are we going to leave the warms out <laughs> Um, so that is super exciting. That'll be out in February, and we're just doing a lot of really fun things with that. Yeah. And then we have another big course on the horizon um, that's coming along, a couple actually, that'll come out in 2024. And um, so we're super excited. And if anybody wants to keep up, they just have to sign up to get our farm news, and that's where breaking news happens yeah, um, all the great. time. So, and Deborah, I love you appreciate it. Your presence, too, because, you know, this is it's a hard road i was just yesterday talking about everybody thinks when you're the first to do something that you're the luckiest and in fact that is not true at all um you know i had to beg borrow and steal for paul kelly to take the risk on me about cool flowers because it was the opposite of what everybody else yeah. said it's like wait a minute our grandmas did this i'm not making this up um but look how long it took for that momentum and the same thing with the local flower um deal and i think that it's the best kept secret i think ellen frost's business model which is the way that flower shops used to be yeah. you know decades yeah. ago is the future of the cut flower industry um yeah. and we that. just are just pounding away trying to get people to understand what that's about and um her course is now on demand too that was part of it she was kind of that was our lead it was like we have to make ellen's course available to anybody that wants to sell and include local flowers yeah. and started it all i love that that's really really timely too because um it's almost like you're disrupting the model of online courses and for your instructors if they can have an on-demand course they're um maybe not locked into a schedule of because i've yeah. i've done this with my writing course like every week you've got the open office hours and sometimes it's great and sometimes it's not convenient for people so it's sort of um this model you're c coming up with is great and congratulations on that thank um, you 
Lisa, somebody just put a question in here asking if I would put a link to pre-order the Cupflower Handbook yeah. in our show notes, which I will, but I believe that some online sellers already have pre-orders. I don't want to name names and give anyone, you know, sure. any big gorilla business, but people can probably order it from your website too, right? Yeah, so there, it's, I mean, anywhere you purchase it benefits me, okay? Yeah. So that's the bottom line. However, um, when you get on you can't pre-order from us but you can get on the wait list to be notified and what will come with the book when you purchase it through us is additional resources i um, saw like the, that the, like the yeah. ones that the, all the flowers that you couldn't fit in the book you're going to yes. give a bonus resource to people yeah. that was brilliant yeah well okay. i mean we did we had to cut flowers and so that will be the additional resource and we're working on some other fun things and also once you get on that wait list we may be sending out some emails with, you know, behind the scenes backstory kind of stuff. And um, so, okay. yeah, so you can find that on our phone app. You know, we have a shopping show, so we have a phone app. It's in there. You can get on the wait list there or on our big website, either one of those. But bottom line is wherever you buy it benefits me. And okay. in fact, the big elephant in the room, you know, the pre-order, the bigger their pre-orders are, drives the future of my book for booksellers. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate people wherever they actually purchase. <laughs> All right. I like that. Well, Lisa, we'll obviously do some kind of giveaway and promotion when it comes out in February, too. So let's put that on the calendar. Uh, before we go, I first of all, thank you so much to the Gardener's Workshop for all of your support of the Soul Flowers movement in the past five or six years. You've been a financial supporter. I can't tell you how much that means to us for our Slow Flower Summit. You've just sent out really fun seed packets for our attendees to have in their gift bags. I wish you had been there, but I know the timing isn't always ideal. Uh, but I just want to thank you publicly for that. And would you take a minute just to kind of reflect on the last decade of where what you've seen and how how things have changed either in consumer attitudes or the confidence of flower farmers and farmer florists to to really embrace this as a viable you know agricultural lifestyle i mean there's right. just so much that you've witnessed i'd love to have you share that with people sure so i think as flower farming, which is pictured as this glamorous, wonderful business, which it is, but that's 1%. Um, so back when it first started really rolling, you know, um, when it was really becoming known, we had this huge influx of people that were interested that were going from, I want to do it to being there overnight. Um, and we had a lot of a lot of that and a lot of us particularly that were in the education business really felt like gosh we're out here picking up the bro broken pieces of people that have jumped into this head first without any knowledge education or information um they were, and they're, were just and, they were and, just seduced by the flowers and they just exactly they're intoxicated so and yeah and then the the, the the fallout from that was you can't this is this job is way too hard it's too labor intensive and it just really kind of was a bad excuse me backlash yeah and, and we spent there was a few of us that used to commiserate together that's like oh my gosh if i have to say one more time you know these poor people because we have the servants teachers heart right you're out there trying to pick it up but we've seen the corner turned yeah. Now that we have educated so many people that they are now educating people. So funny. 
So, you know, we have an advertising person that runs our ads and we do heavy investment, you know, there as anybody that wants to reach more people has to do. And you get all kinds of comments from trolls to haters to all kinds of stuff. And I don't even, I try not to look at them because, yeah. you know, they're like personal insults yeah. to me, right? You know I mean, that's the that. joy of, <laughs> been there, done Their it. Right too there, big, right? yeah. Yeah, so what? has ha started happening now is nine out of ten times when I do have a moment and I'll, an ad will come across my feed and I'll see that there's, you know, 100 comments. I'll scroll through and then there's somebody there and guess what? When I think, oh, I've got to, I've got to address that. You look down, it's our students that are jumping in and saying, oh, no, that in fact is not true. I am doing it. I've learned. And so I feel like we've We've turned the corner. There's mm -hmm. more of us now yeah. that are educated, what I call professionals. That's yeah. my goal is to create professional flower yeah. farmers, um, not somebody that's slapjacking it along and making the rest of us look bad and driving prices down and just giving us a bad face. So it's turned. I, I love that. And it's it's all about community. It's like all of a sudden then you're you're empowering your students and we're empowering our members to be our spokespeople yeah. and to be advocates for this movement that is lifting all boats and and, and basically changing the floral marketplace uh, for everyone. You know, so, I'm glad, I'm glad you that. said that. Um, you know, one of the things I feel is probably undervalued for people that haven't experienced it yet, but in the private communities with other students, other people that have paid their money to take the course and are there that have the same goal for building a business you know they are free to express distress successes you don't have to worry about anybody thinks and you can count on the answers that you get are based on those same values that you have because let me tell you i know that you see it on social media i read some things and think holy cow no wonder it's taken us so long to get where we are today because people are practicing some crazy things <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. And the confidence yeah. you build from having, hanging out with people that are, have your same like-mindedness yeah. is so important yeah. in my opinion. And um, yeah, we've it come a long way. Yeah. And it, ta it, it takes that kind of collective chorus of all of us moving in the same direction. Yeah. Um, that's what I feel in the last 10 years that we've really seen. Um, we're not in this alone. Lisa Ziegler is not hauling around tools and, soil blockers in her van anymore she's reaching you're reaching the globe and um i feel you know very much that i'm not pushing a boulder up uphill by myself talking about we've got to support local flower farmers we've got to be sustainable now it's much more of a well at least maybe we live in a bubble lisa but it's it's in the zeitgeist and i really appreciate the kind of conversations that you have now where you don't have to explain what it is you're doing right yeah people understand that oh you're a flower farmer oh you're 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 helping advocate for local flowers oh that's really cool i understand i've seen that happen in the in the food industry so i that makes sense that it happens in flowers and yeah i feel like it's a lot easier now it's and it is very true yeah and, and thank you for being the person that's opened the door for so many so I'm so glad you said yes when I asked you if you would do this. Anything else you want to add before we wrap well, up? Just congratulations on 10 years. Um, you know, we're Thank about you. to hit a, we're about to hit um, probably next week maybe a million listens to our podcast, and I totally understand. It's like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I know. How That's is this possible? Right. 
I, mean, I thought you were going to say, isn't 20, isn't next year your 25th anniversary this, this for the Gardner's Workshop? Here is my oh, 25th. This, year. Oh, this is my, my 25th year. So much to celebrate. That's amazing, Lisa. Excellent. Yes. I want people, so, to, people, everyone who's watching are probably already in, uh, in, in your feed, but if not, um, you know how to follow Lisa at, uh, what, what is your Instagram, Lisa? I don't see it up here. Gardner's it, Workshop Farm. Gar Gardner's Workshop Farm. Okay, great. Yeah, and then, yeah. of course, uh, if you want to listen to that, a 2014 podcast, which actually is not like dated or anything, everything in it is, I just re-listened to it. It's just- I did the, too. I listened to it the stuff. day that you asked me and I thought, you know what, other than maybe I forget some event or something that was coming up that had a date, everything is still just so relevant. And because you know what, Deborah, is that not true? Basic good information. The foundation information doesn't really change. Technology can change about the way you might do it, but the roots are the same. And that's what, um, what we really, I felt the same really way. try to provide. <laughs> I'm like, this stuff is timeless, people. Go back and listen to it. It's really fun. Um, Lisa, thank you so much. I wish you uh, a good, cool rest of the day um, here on the East Coast. I'm going to enjoy it myself. And uh, have a listen to our, our uh, vintage conversation because it's, as I said, very timeless. Yeah. And Lisa, thanks yeah. so much. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Deborah. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And we'll chat again sometime okay. soon. Okay, that sounds great for sure in February when yes. the book comes out. Thank Take you. Care. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. Okay, welcome back. Wasn't that nice? So I've included a link in the show notes to the Slow Flowers podcast episode number 621, which is the recent re-airing of that original 2014 interview. And I encourage you to check that out. So that's all today, friends. If you like what you're hearing here on the Field and Garden podcast, we'd love it if you'd tell a friend about us and leave a review for us wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Jesse from the Gardener's Workshop, and I hope you have a great day.